We're on page on page Kufiutes. We were learning how everything requires tefillah, even tefillah requires tefillah, and there's no no place else in the world with such an idea of davening so that we could daven. And he was explaining that that by doing that, a person realizes that the ikkur tefillah. And so we're going to learn more about that. The Ikhra Tefillah is not asking for this or asking for that, which of course is important. All of our Tefillah should be answered. But the Ikhra Tefillah is to be involved in a in a relationship with the Vaishnav, to have a relationship with the Kajabarahu, and to realize that there's nothing at all that we have in life in the absence of that relationship. Whether you get it what you wanted or you don't get what you wanted. But the Tachlis of Tefillah. Is is the hiskashes with Hashem? So on the bottom of Kufiyutas, Zui Dugma Achas, Avanakudas Ayat Shlovel Debitul Aruk Kalayom. So davening on the way to davening, we were talking about davening on the way to davening to ask the Baruch Shalom. So I'm trying so hard to be able to daven without interruptions and without distractions. Help me that the tefillah should be good. So that's that's a beautiful way to start the day. But as we've been learning, that's that that's not enough to have this relationship with the Kaddish Baruch even if your davening is very good when a person finishes when a person finishes davening when a person finished davening and he turns to the to the responsibilities of that day to go to work he has to he has to daven for anything that he that he does during the day. He has to daven, and it's again we're talking about taking a few seconds. There's not anything, you know. Doesn't mean you have to take out a tehillim. Doesn't mean you have to memorize, you know, psukim or anything like that. It means living in a state of a relationship with the Kaddish Baruch Hu that changes our lives. So imu al aruchas baikus. The person's finished davening and he has a couple of minutes to have some breakfast. Should daven that the eating should be done in the right way. What does that mean, the right way? That he shouldn't drown in the food that he's eating. He shouldn't get lost in the food that he's eating. That a person should remember who gave him the food. Who gave him the food? And to remember what's the tachlis of eating and the tachlis of living in this world. Right, these are madrigas that, that for most of us we're not we're not ready for to think during eating of uh, of learning and a havas of Torah of something and a havas Hashem, a havas Hashem. My father, my father told me he remembers that when when he was growing up, he was the youngest in the house, and his grandfather was a very big tzaddik, a tremendous tamachacham. His grandfather lived lived with them. He died in that house before the war, and my father said that his my father's job as the youngest was to was to hold the gemara in front of his aidi when his, when his aidi was eating. So when he was when my great no, my great grandfather that's my son's name there for when he was when he was eating, so he would have a little bit of food, and my father had to hold the gemara up for him, and and then it became harder, so my father would read the gemara to him while he was eating.
that's that's how you know have a sagil, such a thing to, to live every single second and learning to live to live with Torah and a habas to think thoughts of ruchnius when a person is eating. The person is fortunate enough that after breakfast he uh, he he spends the, the day learning. He's able to go to learn. So yispalu she If you try this, it's an unbelievable way to live. You just take five seconds and dive into the Bible that open my mind and my heart that I should understand today's learning. It should go it should go well. I should be able to have a geschmack from the learning. I should understand what I'm learning. If you're going to work, that you shouldn't have things that will that will get in the way of of a of what you have to do at work, and b that there shouldn't be any mafriim, there shouldn't be anything in ruchnius, God forbid, to hurt you during that day. Like we were talking about last week, that you should be that you should daven, that your mind shouldn't, your eyes shouldn't stray, and your your mind or your heart heart shouldn't shouldn't wander that you should be able to concentrate on what you're doing and to, to do things in an honest way not to start getting lost in the wrong things at work and there could be so much bitter terror you know uh, there's a general feeling that people have at work that for the time that I'm at this job so I, I'm not I might not I'm not in the learning I'm not in a learning situation I'm in a working situation but even in that working situation again I don't know what it's like over here and if it's high pressure or low pressure I don't know but I know that many many times that a person could be in a place of work and there's so much batola stam schmoozing there's stam schmoozing you know uh, that's not nogeya to, to specifically to work and if a person will gather up all of those minutes of stam schmoozing not saying to be unfriendly not to be a nice person but there's so much in most jobs there's so, so much schmoozing and things that's that's not necessary for the for the actual job it can lead to all kinds of diburim of isa and all kinds of diburim that Hashem Yisbaruch doesn't even want us to say but that if a person would, would if a person would, would take all of those minutes during the whole year that he stops schmoozing at work or, or hanging out a little bit in between calls and schmoozing a person with mamish be able to finish probably all of Mishnahis or he'd be able to finish You'd be able to, to, to finish, you know, a chelik of Mr. Brewer, to learn this so much. Uh, uh, but, but a person feels that, well, right now, during the day, I work. At night, I have a chavuz. But during the day, I work. Okay, but if a person has a few minutes or something, when a person comes to work with tefillah, that the Rosh should help, that I should be zaycheh to do an honest job and to, do an, to, be, to be careful of what I look at and what I hear and what I... And what I say, so then he's going to he's going to use the time in a better way. He's going to take some free minutes that he has to say some tehillim, or to or to uh, or to um, look at in a sefer or something to to chazer over something that he learned. You know, some of you probably learned the dafiyomi. This is dafiyomi shiri, and this is still going on, right? This dafiyomi. So everybody's always complaining that they never have time to chazer the daf. So they feel that they're living with the Dafyami, they don't remember anything. They don't they don't know. They go like this. What boom boom boom, you finished you look back at the week, there's seven block and you don't even remember what the Masech is, you know. And what what if each person would have a photostat or would have okay, I'm not saying to carry around the Masech, but you could have a photostat, you know how much just a chaza, don't make any goal for yourself to learn anything new at work because 
that's a shy loss of, uh, of being ehrlich at work and to, to work honestly and you're being paid so a person has to do their job but if there are those breaks if there are a few minutes here and there you can chazer over the day for the day you can chazer over probably three four times in the course of a day just to go over the day so keep it in front of you English and regular Gemara whatever it might be but to chazer it over chazer it over you could, do, you could do a chazar through the day to have five lines here, six lines there to look at a Rashi, to look at a Taisis. But if, if a person goes into the day with tefillah, so then, then the day does you don't feel like, the, well, I have eight or nine hours, I don't know what the working day is like. I have eight hours, and these hours are not learning hours. These are eight hours where, where I'm, where I'm oh, an, an avid something here and these are the terms of my abdus I'm not allowed to think about the Rebbeinah I'm not allowed to dive and I'm not to say but to learn that's not true if there are a few minutes instead of instead of schmoozing so sometimes people say it's not nice I should talk at work I should learn at work but but they spend it but they spend it could be over a week hours and hours stop talking to this guy about you know you know how's your hangnail doing and how's your toothache doing and face all of these deborm that, uh, that you know, doesn't make the, the tooth of the nail feel any better anyway Okay, so you'd be a nice person. You don't have to get in all kinds of schmoozing with people. You, you could learn that you could chazer over daf very easily during that time. The things that you could do. But if your mindset is that work is not a spiritual event, it's just purely panaset. There's nothing spiritual about it, and you don't come in with words of tefillah, and you don't have the words of tefillah during the day. So then you just think, okay, I hope I'll be able to have my eyes open when, when you know at the daf tonight or at the charusa tonight. But that's not how a Jew lives. You should live with the Rebbein Shalom during the day. There's no time off. That's Shavis Hashem Negdi Samid Mamish. Every single second. Kolzman, the last two lines on Kofiut Tess. Kolzman Shodam Chai Ale Admus. Alov Lakachs Nakudazula Hachavis. As long as a person is in this world, as long as you're alive, you have to live with this Nakuda, this point, and to expand this point of having a relationship with the Kaddish Baruch. The Dugma, for example. A person is working on, on having more of a shaykh Hashem. So you're busy, and for half hour you didn't think about Hashem at all. And after half hour you remember. You turn to Hashem's Baruch and you say, I know that you're here in this office, I know that you're here in this place. But it's, I, I, I wasn't thinking about it. I forgot. <coughs> Help me, Rabbi to remember that you're here in this room with me. Help me to have a longer, a longer memory. Help me to think about that for a longer amount of time, that I shouldn't forget that you're here. Then the, a person's whole way of talking at work and of, and of, and of behaving, everything is, everything is completely different. Imagine if it would be, forget about it at work, imagine if you think like that in shul. Just in shul. You have people you have people screaming out things and acting silly like little children. The kids look at you in shul. You see the kids looking at the adults like they don't know what to, they don't know what to make of it. You know, it's, uh, it's bad enough that they're learning, uh, they hear in yeshiva a thousand shmuzin about how, you know, a tire is everything, tire is everything, tire is everything, and being a yid is everything, and then they come... And it's bad enough that they don't see the father learning all the time when he's when he has time to learn. But then they go to shul and they see the father stand there, acting silly and immature with his friends and the, you know the guys. Uh, as, you know, I was seeing it at Chasna the other day and the grown men they acting like babies, carrying. And one of them had a son with him, and the son was the son was looking at. I saw the son looking. I felt so bad. 
was so embarrassed uh, of his father because there was some rabbanim sitting at, uh, at a table, not right next to that table, and the guys, these are from guys, you know, whatever, and these guys were like carrying on, acting silly and saying some silly things, and the kid was so turning red, he wanted to go under the ground. So a person that lives with the Baruch doesn't slip into this, into this. That doesn't mean you can't have enjoy a good joke and to have a good time. But to act, to act in a way that that's that's becoming for for a yid and for a, an adult, not to act like a baby. And to, to, so that's that, that's not enough that you that you shema shabbos. It's not enough that you learn the daf It's not enough that you daven shachris or minchabayav. But when a person has, when a person goes in this way, says Rabbi Shalom, for the last half hour I didn't think once about you. Help me to think more about you. That it shouldn't go like that half hour without thinking about you. And help me that when I think of you It should be in a deeper way So that a person's whole life is different Dugman is another example A person's working on what we were learning a lot about The belief in Ashkafer Pratis In other words, the belief that everything, every single thing that happens to you Happens with Ashkafer Pratis you don't just think about it. You daven. Help me that this amuna that I have in you, that every single second that you're watching, that you're involved in my life, it should be mushrish mamish. It should be deep inside of me be'emes. And it's such a wonderful thing because we're learning this for and I'm talking to different chavah, so men from here and from the shul, and then and then I have a she. We're learning a, a different chelik of Bilvav. We're learning. We're learning. We finished chelik Aleph for the women. Now we're learning chelik Dalit. And and can say that people uh, people are, are sharing with me how it's changing their lives. Mom is changing their lives. Not not that they have a vart to say over at the Shabbos. You can't say at the Shabbos table any of this. It's not a vart. You, you, you know that, that you, you, you'll have places where you get a nice chasam soifer, chasam soifer. That's not to share at the table these things. But how when they just we were just talking with one of the chaverim, he got fablonged last night in the car. He had to go someplace with a child for an appointment. I'm hearing this all the time. The people are telling me that kisseda that when they that when they go with the tefillah and they stop and they think about it and they say rabbi shalom that. That, that the Simchas Echaim is unbelievably different. The, the, how they, how they, the tension and, and the Chlal Shalom Bayis. People are telling you that that that, that when it, that it's not just something when they theoretical. When you try to put it into practice, even to begin, certainly if you're heavy into the program, it's a, it's an altogether different life. But even just to begin it, to start using it, you see, can say that everything is different. The diving, the learning. The, the Shalom Bayis, the, with the children, every single thing, every single thing is is, is different. I was last night, you know, it was it was I was the phone for like seven hours yesterday, and and then I had a little time. I wanted to learn. There was an Indian that all day long I wanted to learn. I was sitting on the table, I was chalishing to learn this, and then I just finished. I said, "That's it with the phone." It was, a, it was like a quarter to eleven. I'm done. So then I hear somebody coming downstairs. It's one of my children. That I forgot that I had to write a, a term paper for tomorrow. Can you help me, Daddy? <laughs> but it was like it wasn't. It wasn't like a like a five a composition. It was like a a whole marocha, You know, it was like a whole thing with books and which came down like with a, you know, I forgot it was on Thursday. I thought it was next. You know, one of those things. I thought it was next Thursday, and the teacher didn't tell us, and the, the kids are do uh, you know Thursday morning. So. So I it just I know for myself I was just trying very hard 
and I and I and I said, you know, okay, calm down. And I was trying, you know, a tefillah, and it helps. And mamish made a big difference because normally, you know, I just come on. I was, you know, go tell mom you have a temper. What are you hacking me with temper? Well, you coming? I was first given an argument. So what are you going to say? You're going to say to the little kid, how come you? Like that's going to make it any better. How come you only came now? It's a quarter to eleven, and how come? So what's the kid going to say? So what are you going to do? The kid. So in the end, you're going to end up doing it anyway, right? You're going to end up helping the kid anyway. So you can say at the end, which was right there, at the end of the whole thing, which is which is a whole miser, at the end of the whole thing, and don't say this when you see any of the girls that your father said, because then they get upset that I said. So, so at, at the end of the at the end of the whole thing, so then I said, try to be more careful. But I said it in a nice way. I didn't say it because at the beginning, when usually you say because you're upset. But I said at the end we did it, and I and then and I said you know you should try always to check your assignments or whatever. Okay, because the kid, you know, my said it's not it's not right. So every parent has to give hadracha and to tell the child to do the right thing. But it's, but at least I said it like a, a nice person. I didn't say you know like a vildimension. You you how can you come in now? And I couldn't learn there the whole day. You know, you give the whole story. I'm not saying that today I'm going to be able to be successful, but I'll try. But I know that when that when using when using the, the, what we're learning in a chazut, and I, I try a lot, it makes a tremendous tremendous difference. Your whole your whole life is different. To say this, I'll go have practice. But the Baruch Shalom is right here this second, smiling. He said that that's not the rutsin that I have right now. That you should learn that that uh, tyra. The rutsin that I have right now. Is that you should help? You should help your daughter, and to learn to be more patient. Right now, it's not a bismedrish for that particular sefer, which was actually a chasam sefer tshuva. It's not. It's not time now for Weinberger to learn a tshuva and chasam sefer. It's time now to learn tikkun hamidus of being patient with your child. And I said, help me, Bereshit, to learn this mitzvah and to be better in this mitzvah, and and help me that I should be able not to not to feel uh, to rush through it and to do it properly with her, and she should have it to elisim. And, and it was, it, it's a different life. A person is lamaisa. It's such a different, different way to live. And then you have the nachasuch afterwards. Then you feel like saying to Baruch Shalom, "Is it all right?" And uh, and then you say, "And I said yes, Christ, thank you, because you helped me through it. Because normally, you know, there are a thousand times in the past where it's not good, and you feel like you know nervous. And, you know, uh, but when you go when you go this way through the day, the whole day is a different suit. The whole days of the, and this is the tachlis of, of our life, is to live like this. This is the tachlis. This is not extra. Some people think this. Wow, this is like a really firm thing. This is this is not an extra thing. This is why we were created, to live this kind of a life, to have, uh, to have, to have a life that's every day is filled with tefillah. That's what he says. So he goes and kufchaf. A person's working in and he asks, help me that I should, it should be mamish clear to me that you're here and that this, this is all your rotsin. Obviously, there are a million details. When a person lives with the truth, not that he, not that he just gives a sheer a shmooze about it, like, like that thing that I can't stop thinking about. I mean, it's it, no, nah, I don't think about it like as much as when it happened. But the mice that happened with that with that guy in Muncie, you know, with the with the food, but he was marshal thousands and thousands of people. So so someone told me that this yid was giving a dafyomi or something. He used to give a dafyomi in the shul. 
So how could there be such a disconnect? So I'm saying he gave his dafyomi in Chulun and then he went and he, and he just gave Taifas to people. I don't even, how could there be such a disconnect? But the truth is, that's a very, very obscene um, and extreme example of that. But by all of us, it's the same thing. We don't do that because we've never heard another Jew like, well, God forbid, anything like that. But, but, but there's, but there's a, there's a, a disconnect. So, so in other words, what I, what, uh, that I'm, I'm a, a religious person, but I don't live a religious life. I do things that are inconsistent with what I say in, in davening. So if a person wants to live with the emes, kshadam chai im emes, not stand that I'm officially, I'm officially uh, uh, a religious, a religious person. My wife showed me an article in the newspaper that was saying somebody was talking about. I mean, it was the most, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't such a good thing. But he was talking about how in our community, by from people we have, we have all these different labels. Yeshiva, Shaman, Orthodox, and uh, uh, all these different things. So then he was talking about each of these labels and what it means to different people. He was making fun. He was making fun. So it was, it was. Uh, huh? We were the oddballs. The oddballs? Yeah. What? I, mean, I don't know if we saw the same thing. Someone oh. else said. Uh, yeah. So, so he gave one. He said about one of the, one of the categories that, he, that I, I just looked at the tool a little bit uh, quickly. One of the things he said was called a Ahaimisha. Ahaimisha, right? Whatever that means exactly. In other words, the old different madregas of, of yeshivish and chassidish, and, and 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 then he had within uh, then the, within the yeshivish there are there's yeshivish should be yeshivish. You know, there are different like South Fallsburg yeshivish, and then there's all you know, well, you know this stuff. So so one of the things was was one of the things was Hamish. Hamish, where you come from, right? It was Hamish. So he just said about that. He said like a word. He said, which we all know means just basically like. Uh, to do the best I can to pretend, like all the other things, like he was talking about all these other promises. But what's what's the what's this new thing called like a Hamish? You know, and they sometimes will label unfairly. They'll call it like Flatbush. You know, what I'm talking about. They'll label a certain thing where, like, your kid goes to a yeshivish place, but you do things that are very inconsistent to where you send your kid. You know, there's a new mahalach that's out there. Uh, in, in in a lot of the neighbors, so the kid you want very yeshivish, but you know, like. Uh, you yourself have different. That your kid has to wear a hat and jacket, and, he's, and or else you're not going to get a shidduch, and he has to go to this yeshiva, and he's got a chaz, he's got to learn. But you know, uh, for yourself, you don't have anywhere near those kind of standards. Yeah, like you're standing there. I'm always like the guy stands there without a hat, jack, a hat and jacket, but his kid's got to wear a hat and jacket. I'm not quite sure how they work that out in the family. Like, I'm not sure what the kid thinks. The, how come I have to put on this uniform? How come my father's not with you? So I've asked some fathers. They tell me, they tell me, but as when you're a bacher, there's a certain surah of a yeshiva bacher. So the kid, like, so, so the kid, like, what, what do you mean, so what, why, what, what happens? Like, why don't you have to stay like that? Uh, you don't have to daven in a hat and jacket. If, you, if I have to, then how come you don't? So the father says, no, no, it's only as bacher you have to daven. So you know, what are you saying to the kid? What are you saying? As bacher, you have to daven this thing, that. It's not a question of whether you had a jacket, it's the inconsistencies. That's the problem. Children that grow up with inconsistencies, they have confusion. It's confusion. And the, and the parents are confused. So there's Numa Dragon called a Hamish, a a of a certain, you know, he eats only this Hashgach and he is, and then whatever, and, 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 and the wife covers the hair, the, the knees are a little, you know, the, the dress is not so good, the tightness is not so good. I mean, when I say not so good, I mean it's bad. <laughs> and 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 he sends a kid though to only a stocky yeshiva, and he wants the kid to be a lamdan, right? Which is a which is a good thing because he comes from that. And he wants the kid to be a lamdan, but his life is inconsistent with the truth that he's espousing not only in the siddur, but he tells his own children it's not consistent. It's not consistent. 
So a person doesn't live with the emes. Is that how we want to be? Is that how we want? We don't want to be that way. We want to live with the emes. It's much more important than hats and jackets. I was like, just give this a silly muscle. But because there's no no myla, this, that way, whatever you like to wear in your head. But as far as as far as living with the emes and being a person that's consistent, a person that you tell the children they can't watch, that they can't watch certain programs, but you watch them. Or they can't watch television at all. Or they can't, but you do. So all of these things is a person that's not living with the emmas. And how do we slip into that? Because we know, we know the truth is. How do we know that we know the truth is? Because we want for our children a certain thing. Because we know that that's true. But we can't live that way. So the Territ says, we're not, we're not living in this way every 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 part of the day together with the Barisham. If we would live that way, then we wouldn't have these inconsistencies. Because well, every day would be one mahalach of the Barisham. One straight... One straight piece of the Rosh would be from, from the morning, from davening and learning, till the night davening and learning. Every single part of the day would be cons- would be consistent. You tell your children not to not to talk about things, not to talk about certain things, and and then and then you talk not to say. If, if you, if, I have parents that if a kid says in the house stupid and shut up, then the parents throw him into the room and lock him up for half hour that he said the words stupid shut. Up. And it's bad to say words like that, but then the, but then the parents say can say them. Words like that, and they, uh, even if the kid's not there, the kid's like I told you last week. The kid knows that his father doesn't say things the right way, and it's almost impossible they shouldn't have a slip up. It's almost impossible they shouldn't be a slip up, even at home. When people talk it in a way that the way they talk it, they talk the way at work. Then when they come home, they talk also like like that. Not the, not as as often, but it, it slips, and then the kid has a tremendous nafilo when he sees that his father's a phony. And you try to explain to the kid, no, 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 I'm not really a hypocrite. I, I really believe that it's not the right thing to say, so how can you say it then? You tell me not to say. So then you can come up with all kinds of Rebecca Vegas to answer, you know, all kinds of lumbers things. The kid, the kid, the kid knows. My father's not serious. They, they happen. And if they didn't happen then, if you give a good enough answer and you're a good talker and you, can, and you could somehow sell the kid on it, it's okay. Because in a year or two, when they look back, they say, what he tried to, what he was, he said. then they understand that that was a, that who the, you know, what that was. They, they might not understand it now, but uh, I was just talking to somebody. There's somebody came to him about the thing that, that the grandmother, the grandmother is not such an old woman. Now you have young grandmothers now. The grandmother is living. She has a boyfriend. The grandmother, from some Shabbos lady, she has a boyfriend. She's divorced and she's living with this boyfriend. And now they don't know what to tell the the grandchildren. What to tell the grandchildren? So how do you tell? Like you know that, uh, that what's, what's this guy doing all the time by booby? You know like what's going on? You know. So, so they so they confronted the, the mother and said, you know, this is uh, you know, you do what you want, but it, but we have to talk to the children. So he says the children, how old is the oldest? Is six years old? My oldest grandchild says my oldest grandchild is six years old. He's too young to understand. You don't have to tell him anything. So she came to talking to this lady and said, kid, six years old, too young. This first of all, it's not true. Six years old, he's already wondering what this is. But even if the kid is too young now, that's okay. Because three, four, five years from now, he's going to think back, what was Bobby doing with that guy? And that causes Agnes Nefesh. Causes terrible Agnes Nefesh. Because kids don't talk. You know that. Kids don't talk. They don't talk except to a therapist when they're 31 or something. But they don't, but they don't, the kids don't talk. But they have stuff piling up inside of them. Inconsistencies. It's always the same thing. Inconsistencies. Things that are not emesdic. So he says, Kishadam Chayim Ha'emes. Page Kuf Chaf, the third paragraph. 
Really, you shouldn't go more than 10 minutes without a second of tefillah. Without, without at least one second something of tefillah. 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Alright, there's, there's a high madraga. And, and we've been learning, you start off half an hour, half hour, and you build it up. There should be, the emes, shouldn't be 10 minutes. Kipshut obliguzma. So I'm not exaggerating. Of course, it takes a while till you come to this madrega, but this is the tachlis. The, the, the tachlis is that you have a tzavta means your chavrusa, you have a chavrusa. Tzavta means you have a chavishav, a friendship. You should have a chavrusa with the bunshal throughout the entire day. That that's your chavrusa. Wherever you are, wherever you go. And you'll see that you'll go to better places like that when you know you have such a chavrusa. You say better things, you go to better places, you do nicer things. Everything is better when you have this way of living with a chavrusa. Of course, you sometimes forget a little bit. Zikaran, you remind yourself. Shikha, Zikaran, you just keep on trying. Of course, there's a madrega, the high madrega of great sadikim of great gedolim. What David Mel said: Fortune is the person who never forgets God. There's such people that they live every single second in this way. There are people like that. Only very, very few Sadiqim can live like this. Very people can li- few people can live in such a way where they cannot, don't forget for a second. Most of the Olam has to have a Shifa, uh, an aspiration to try. To set the course of his life, to set the course of his life, in such a way that he should have a chavusa, wherever he is, that he should have such a chavusa. And it takes at least to be in that kivun, at least to be in that direction. Well, all of us could do that now if we try. That's not that's not very hard to be by the tzaddikim, to be like the tzaddikim that live in such a way. No, but at least to be in that kivun where we have a shaykhis, a kesha, besides a couple of minutes in shul, and even then it's hard, and besides, uh, you know, when you make a bracha, besides Shabbos, but it should be in such a way. You do divrei chazal, the madrash, says in the madrash, Omer Levi b'shem Rebbe Chanina, Al kol neshima neshima shodem noishem sarach l'kalei slobayre, shenema kol haneshama, the Medrash that I'm sure you're familiar with says that Kol HaNeshama, let every living being praise God Chazal Darshna, Al Kol Neshima Neshima Neshama, soul, or living being, is the same in Lashon HaKadosh as the word Neshima, which means breath So, the, so Chazal say, for each and every Neshima, every breath of your life, thank God For every breath of your life, so we think that means just to thank God, you know, that I'm alive. But that's not the that's not the oimik. The deeper meaning of kol neshim neshim is what we're talking about. It means not just like you know you were walking in the street and some brick fell down and it missed you and you say ach b'rishon thank you. That's of course that's nice. But that's not the, that's not it means kol neshim neshim. It means not just the ability to breathe. It means that I live with the in the same way that every second of my life I'm alive because I'm breathing. 
every second of my life I realize that I'm alive with the Rabbanu together. The same way that my breath is never separated from me. God forbid, if you're someplace where you can't breathe, you become crazy and desperate. After 10 seconds, you, 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 you're terrified. If, you, if you're in a place where you can't breathe, Chas So you, you feel that terror. Akol Nishim and Nishima means that every second of my life, the same way that I realize that my breathing is indispensable to my existence, so too my the Rebbeinu is indispensable to me. Every single Nishim and Nishima, Kol Nishima Tahaluka. You praise Him it doesn't mean you have to thank Him for every breath. Of course, we thank Him for being alive. But it means every every moment of my life is each Nishima, every single Nishima I spend with the with Hakadosh Baruch Hashlav Hasheni. Of course, the high madrega is to praise Hashem and to daven, to thank Him for every breath of life. But first, there has to be to remember the Rebbeim To know that every single drop of life that you have, it comes to it comes to you only from Hashem's Baruch. I had uh, the, the other day a woman brought to me, I never met this woman, she called if she could bring over, she has a little girl, a very sweet little girl, who's 12 years old, and the, and the girl is crying a lot, crying, crying, crying. And, and, and the mother doesn't know what it is, and she's crying, and she just said to the mother, it has something to do with Hashem. So the mother doesn't assist, the mother said, tell me, tell me, the father doesn't seem to be so involved, I don't know. But the mother says, what is it, what is it? And she says, no, 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 no. So the mother said, you want to talk to a rabbi? It's just, just a little girl. Imagine she's courageous. She said, yeah. So the mother brought to me, and I told the mother to, to leave the room. Let me talk to, let me talk to this little Zadekis. And she started to cry. And I said, what's the matter? Why are you crying? You have a, you have a wonderful mother and father, and you have, you have friends, and you're so pretty and everything. What are you upset? What's wrong? So she said that she davens every morning. She davens. Kriya Shema, she says. And she I said, that's fantastic. She started crying. She said that when, that she, when, she's a, when she stops davening, she's afraid that when she's finished davening, that, that maybe she's not with Hashem anymore. Because when she's davening, she's with Hashem. And she's afraid that when she stops davening, that maybe she could die. Such a thing. That maybe that, she's got, she, that Hashem's not with her anymore, only when she davens. And she has, she's scared the whole day. That, so she says, Brochus. And she says different things, and she opens it like in, a, in an obsessive way. I mean, she needs to have some, uh, you know, some help. And also that, not to obsess, but, but just, I, you know, I, I spoke to her about how you think that when you close the city, that Hashem's Baruch doesn't go with you. To, the Barisham goes with you onto the school bus, and the Barisham sits next to you, on the school bus. So she said to me, "No, Rivki sits next to you." I said, "I know Rivki sits next to you, but the Barisham is sitting there next to you also." And, and when you go into class, and when you go to eat, and you go for recess, every single second, he's not leaving you, because you close the sitter. You don't have to be afraid, he's every single second. So do I have to talk to him every second? You don't have to talk, you have to be play, and go to class, and raise your hand, and do everything normal. But you remember that he's here with you every single second, he's not going anywhere. But you can imagine a child, such a, she could be a big tzadek, she has such a, a shifa, you know, to have a thing. But, but, but she cr- she's crying all the time. Her eyes are red and crying. That she's afraid that Hashem's book is not with her. No, halavai, we should be in such a mood to have such thoughts 
to, to feel the, the, the kol neshima neshima. She feels that I can't. She's afraid that when she closes the siddha and she goes away, that 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 she's that she could that anything could happen to her. So she said every single second. I said there's no guarantee in life what happens to people, because you know there are things that happen to people. God forbid. But you should know that every single second the Bansha is with you, you could talk to him any second, and you could think about him, and he's with you, and, he, and he's watching you every single second. But to have that kind of a hergish, kol neshima neshima, every single breath, is that a person knows that his chiyas comes only from Hashem's mouth. That to every single second of life, she's right, the girl. Every second of life is a gift to the Bansha. She's afraid that the only time she just made that mistake, she thinks that when she's not davening, then Hashem is not watching her. But but the chi is, is every single second is there. The Bershom gives to a person. When a person lives this way, you begin to realize and you feel that Hashem is directing you every second. That Hashem is taka every single second. He's the driver. What every single moment of your life has in common with every other moment is this nakuda of tefillah, of talking to Hashem. Every nakuda of your life. There's so many things in a day that are going on by each and every one of us. So many different things. So many things are going on in a day. Sometimes, I don't know if you have this feeling, probably you do. Sometimes at night, sometimes like when I go, I'll give a shir at night and I look and I sit down with the chavah. I feel like since the morning chabur, it's been like five days. Because there's so many different things that happen in a day. And so I'm so tired of all the different inyanim that are happening. And it, it, it takes its toll on us. Because nowadays, especially more than it used to be, one day is like three days, like four days. The, in, the, in the pressure, you all feel it in different ways. Like one day is so many things going, you know. It's not like, you know, uh, maybe our Zaydis and Bobbies, they had their own inyanim, but the Zaydis, you know, what he do with some Zaydis and Milchah, he's going, he has to remember, you know, the four people in the shtetl have to get their milk, and, and he has to go schlepping, and, uh, but you know what, in many ways, schlepping is a lot easier than what, what we have to do, schlepping. You make you make less money, but schlepping, you, you know, it doesn't take all your kaitas out of who you are, you just schlep. So, I know, any schlep will tell you, you'd much rather not schlep, but... But at the end of the day, you feel like you, you had three or four different days going on. Yeah, and, and especially now with the blackberries and the phones and the messages and the calling. And each person's a different sugya. Every person that you meet is different design, a different sugya. Each person, the whole cup of this person, yes, so yes. And then your wife calls, oh, you have to try to be nice. And this one calls, nah, this you have to be tough. And this one calls, you have to all of a sudden be like uh, this and that. And you can go, you can go out of your mind. Our, our, one thing, our parents, our grandparents, they, they could pretty much be the same person pretty much the whole day. Maybe two people, three. We have to be like 50. With each person you're on the phone, you're a different person. Every phone call is a different person. Every person you meet is a different, is a different Indian, a different sugya. So how does a person go, live with so many changes? The terrorist is, when you have one consistent nakuda that runs throughout every minute of your day, and that's the Baruch Shalom, then it's a different day. That's a different day. Then, then you feel the chiz, you feel strength from that. that there's one nakuda that every other moment of my day shares in common with the, with the one before and with the one after, and that's that I'm a yid, and that's the Rabbanishlam. That's the Rabbanishlam. And when a person goes like that, it gives them much more of a chiz. Because otherwise, it's, we're, we're caught up in so many different things.
So he says, This doesn't have to be an hour to work on it. It's good, but it doesn't have to be an hour a day. Obviously, each person according to what he could do. Whatever time you have for this, help me, Bereshit, that I shouldn't forget you. You're done for that. Try, you see, you try that tomorrow when you go on the, on the train. You enjoy. Help me, that I shouldn't forget you. Help me to feel that you're next to me. To feel that I love you. Each person obviously has to work this out in his own life, how to do this. But the main point is that throughout the entire day, from the beginning to the end, you're the A person is makusha with the Rabbani Shalom. Obviously, he says, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you all of this, we're going over it, and I'm trying to build it up step by step. Hadroga, step by step. Shlav, acha shlav. One step at a time. But of course, it's all one mahalach. One goal. And the goal, we're, doing, we're talking about it in different stages and different ways. But it's really one, of course, one thing. It's one mahalach throughout the entire day. And the tachlis is to come to this. That a person should live in the course of every day of his life. That he should feel that he is living with a mahalach together with Hashem, and he and he's not talking about Hashem, but he's talking to Hashem, to Hashem. There's there's a there's a word from there's a word from Diskin on the parasha. Yeshulayv Diskin is talking about then he saw in how come it was such a big Nisayin for Avram Avinu to bring his son to bring up Yitzchak. Adam Avinu said to, 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 to sacrifice his son for the Baruch Law. A lot of Jews have done that. So what was it such such an insight? So Yeshua like this can say, because nobody else except Adam Avinu heard HaKadosh Baruch Hu say, Kachna es bincha es yechidcha asher ahavta es yitzchak. And Yeshua like this says that when the Baruch Law said, asher ahavta es yechidcha, you're only one. Asher ahavta who you love, so Yishuv Diskin said that that gave such an unbelievable hashpah of ahava. It, it opened up in, in his heart such an ahava for Yitzchak that no human being ever felt such an ahava for a child. And under those circumstances, kill him. Because the Barishlam said, Asher ahavta is Yitzchak. The Barishlam said such a thing. Because he spoke to Avraham Avinu directly, Asher ahavta is Yitzchak. All of us love that children. But the Barishlam said, Asher ahavta is But look what it says about Yishmael. It says that Avraham Avinu was upset Regarding his son In the third person He was upset about Yishmael That's not Ahav When you live with somebody It's not the same thing About Yishmael The told Avraham Avinu directly In such a way Such an Ahav When it came to Yishmael Regarding his son, there's some. Almost all Jewish mothers live in such a way of the They live with a kid like that to the child, and and many many fathers live that they love their child, but about their child, concerning their child. 
They're worried about the kid. The mother is in the child. And the father worries about the child. It's a big chilek. Even though everybody loves their kid. But the, but the, but the, mother, the mother is in that chine of and a lot of the fathers are they're upset about what happened in the yeshiva that day and the mother is talking to the kid every second and talking to the principal and talking in, in the sugya the father is upset about what happened to his kid that's what it says by Avram Venus that, that it was bad he was worried about, about Yishmael but the, the tachlis of, of a person's life is to live in a way of noichach, together with your son, together with your wife, together with your daughter, together with the Ben Shalom, noichach. That's what means. Noichach means mamish facing, panim al panim. Not aloy dais about your kid. That's why Yishmal, that's what the Ben says, Yechid Cheshahab, so Yishmal, Yishmal wasn't his son. But you see that there was, that by Avraham Avinu, Yishmal was. You look at our Hamakad, she talks about that. On the Pasuk over there, Yiralim, she talks about that. The Chilat. That, that it was always talking about Yishmael, not to Yishmael. The Hamakad just talks about it. It's a short little Hamakad. But that's, that's a very big Chilat. How do you live with your wife and children? Do you talk to your wife? Do you talk about. Do you talk to your children or about the children? Do you talk to the Rishon or do you talk about the Rishon? Al Aydais Akadish Baruch. If you're. If your Yiddish kind is al oidais Hashem, you could do that and still do any avera, almost any avera, al oidais Hashem. But if you live noichach Hashem, if you live with the Rebbeinu Shalom and face the Rebbeinu Shalom, so then then you don't you don't have the same. That's what the Navi says. Yumiya, Halnuelai Ayrif, that the the Navi's complaining. Hashem saying to the Navi that they turn their backs to me. They talk about me, but they don't talk to me. So you could go to the you could go through a whole davening. It wasn't. Is there a real mouth when you say Atah? That's what it is. Every single time that we say those words, Baruch Atah, a person stops and thinks, Baruch Atah. So we think we're saying like something about Hashem. But but and you go to some shir and the shir talks about what a Baruch is and about Hashem. Well, but the but the ikir is to think of those words, Baruch Atah Hashem. That your mom is talking to Hakadosh Baruch not about Hakadosh Baruch and that's the whole difference. Whether it's Bincha Sashav, as Yichid Sashav, as Bincha Yitzchok, whether it's Aloy Dois Benam, whether you have a Yitzchok or you have Yishmael depends upon whether you talk to or you talk about your children. There, there are kids who go through the world who will tell you that they never heard a nice word from the father. But if you ask other people, then the father's always saying, My kid, my kid, my kid is gewalted, my kid is gewalted. But the kid himself never heard it from his father. So the father's talking, But to talk to the child, that's a medrash. That's how you have a Yitzchak. It's what a gewalted thing. The Rajon said, that such a That it shook Avmavinu up in such a way. Hashem's Bach told him. All of us love our kids because they are children and how Hashem made the Teva like that. But the Dabar Shem says such a thing, Asher Ahavtis, Yitzchak, that's what we show at this Gansvart. To say such a Dibur to, to a person, Asher Ahavtis. It's Nisitak, it's true. And then with that, he had to go and, and, and take a knife to him. With that Hergish, with that Hergish of, of hearing from Hashem, Asher Ahavtis. 
that that's that's the Nisayim. We can't even imagine what kind of Nisayim. That's that was the Nisayim. So that's he says that's how you live through the day. Mahal shatila, tachlis tefila, eno hadavar mavukish. The tachlis in the second paragraph on Kuf Chafal, fourth line, and the tachlis of tefila is not the thing that you're asking for. Come bonum for the children and panosa and so on. Vafilu laharukish. Even even what you're answering for haroitz of a tshuva, are you davening for Mashiach? All of that. That's not the ikur of davening. To get what you're asking for. The ikur is asking, talking to Hashem is They should certainly we need these things. Our rights of tshuva, it's good. All those things are good. says ruchni is gamblit The barshon can give you those things without davening too. The ruchni is also can give you without your davening. The barshon give you seichel without you asking for it too. He knows how to do that. He can give you seichel even though you didn't ask for it. There are plenty of people that have seichel even though they've asked for it. They can have more seichel than the ones who ask. Plenty of people have seichel without asking. The barshon knows how to give seichel. So, so he says, the hechach eifoshel tefila yeshna matari ikaris with neatzman. The Torah says the ikur is not getting seichel. The ikur is asking Hashem for seichel, knowing where it comes from, talking to him about it. That's the ikur. It has its own separate mahus, its own separate reality. Mulvad mashi he goyim mashpila ruchnis the guy. Besides, the davening helps to bring into your life more gashmis and more ruchnis. But the ikur tachlisu have kesher maravanish. The main tachlis of davening is to have a kesh with Hashem. That's the that's the tachlis of tefillah. Not getting what you ask for. That that, that mission will happen. But the tachlis of tefillah is talking to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Tefillah miloshin naftule elokim naftalti. Naftule elokim naftalti is why naftali was named naftali. It's coming up soon. What does it mean? What does it mean? Naftule elokim naftalti. What does it mean? The loshin. What does it mean? Just in Hebrew. What does it mean? Naftule elokim niftalti. It means to become arangamish, entangled. It means to naftuli means to be entangled. So maybe there's a fancier word in the in the regular you know English, but that's what it means. It means to be to be tied together. That's what means naftuli alikim niftalti. So where does tefillah come from? Naftuli alikim niftalti means I am entangled with a kaddish That's what it means. I am entangled. I can't get out of this. I'm with him. Naftuli alikim niftalti. Means to be to be tied in a knot, to be tied together. Therefore, we have to always be to- trying to talk. Not about him, but to him. And at the same time, to know that even though I'm talking to him, I can never grasp him. He's beyond me. He's infinite, and I can't grasp him. This is the correct way to live. To live is simply, every minute of the day, simply in that, in that direct relationship with Hashem, speaking to him directly. But in the depths of your soul, of course you understand that Hashem is hidden and concealed. That's not a stira. To sum up, in order to come to the Taqsa Tfilah, to be tied together with Hashem. You have to keep these two conditions. Not just a Davin Shakhs in the but every minute, or at least you know, every, every couple of minutes. 
each person according to what he can do. The second condition is that it can't just be that you say to him about Hashem. Nice pesukim. But the tefillah to Yehovah Hashem noichach. You have to daven to Hashem. Speak to him. Im Hakadosh Baruch Hu v'lo rak lahakadosh Baruch Hu. Vaday should be shor shodim lemit tayron. Certainly, when a person is learning tayron, in the kudus at tefillah iyev shishetiyev mahalash of kolberg, obviously you're not going to be able to learn the gemara or whatever say if you're learning if you're stopping every two seconds to talk to Hashem. You can't learn like that. Kim Kane, who loyachalumad, you won't be able to learn. Avalgam betalmatari, even in learning. Kamaisha kosu besarmakadashim, like it says in all the besarmakadashim. Kishodam loy made for loymaven. Certainly, when you come to a place in learning and it's hard for you. All of the spelkadash broke shiyazla. Stop for a second. Bereshlam, help me to learn. All the tzaddikim, that's how they learn. Help me to understand this. You say it again and again. Are you able to understand that Gemara? Thank you. You gave me this chus to understand. Help me to continue to understand. You thank Hashem for what He gave you. And you ask Him for the future. In this way, your whole learning of the day is tovel. It's in the mikveh of davening. It's immersed in davening. Talmud Torah and Mahal Shatfila, any learning of Torah that's not together with Tila, it's like God forbid cutting yourself off from God. It's like separating yourself from God. It's just an intellectual thing. It's fun to learn. It's it's interesting, but it's not with Hashem. Kevin Hinam Since Torah and Tfila is Achdus Gemura, Kamesha Kosamarana Khazanis. If there's learning without davening, or davening without learning, then there's separation from God. One can't be without the other. Learning with davening, davening with learning. There has to be his kashus in your learning with Hashem. Obviously, to reach the highest level of dveikas, nidreshes gam ahava. A person has to come to that madrega of ahava Hashem, loving Hashem. We're going to talk much more about this in the future chapters. What we're talking about here, you have to work on this, just to work on a, in, in, on a simple level for years. You have to always work on this. And if you work on this over the weeks, the months, the years, you'll be kind of this way of living. You'll be kind of the Okay, so we're going to work more on how to acquire this and how to live this way.